Ahoy hoy! And welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 27. I'm here, I'm Mike Brace, and I'm here with uh, my wife Jenna. Yeah, you also are here with yourself, Uh, Mike Brace. Yeah, I'm here with Mike Brace, myself. (laughs) (laughs) Present company includes... Mike, Jenna, and Gus, who I'm sure you can hear his purring louder than us. <laughs> so mm-hmm. funny. We've been having like ongoing issues with uh, the sound quality. Yeah. Um, but no matter what, the cats that are in the background are always crystal clear. Yeah, they don't even have to be near. They could just be in the room and it'll pick it up yeah. their purring. Just no issues. <laughs> And then the audio quality for us <laughs> will just be sporadically, we're like, oh, you know. We must have been too close. Oh, we must have been too far. Oh, Jenna, you weren't speaking into the microphone. <laughs> but then there's a cat on my lap that you pick yeah, up it, everything. Yeah, it picks up no matter what. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> what happened this minute, Jenna? So, lots to unpack. Lots. I feel like you're not being serious. Oh, I'm sure we'll fill up the time. <laughs> uh, so we just uh, continue to see the ship pull away from the port. And um, so we just continue to see the ship pull away from the port. And um, I was wrong. It's not a little buoy, but it is like a tiny little like boat Sailboat. just skimming the yeah. the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as it kind of the Titanic goes by, and you can tell it's you know. Anyways, they're gonna be fine. I'm just saying. I wonder if that's supposed to be the boat that, in reality, kind of got sucked towards the Titanic and then almost mm. crashed. I was reading. Yeah. But, hmm. You would think, like, I don't know, they're such small boats to be doing such big work. Uh, anyway, so then we cut to, you know, uh, the lower decks, specifically, I'm guessing, G deck, um, because yeah. you see Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Dawson, and Fabrizio. They're walking through these really narrow, crowded halls filled with um, just lots of people. Actually, before you even see them, you do see uh this like irish woman um red-headed irish woman with her son and daughter um just kind of making their way through the hallways and they do show up again at the end of the movie do you remember their scene no oh it's really sad yeah yeah okay you don't remember what happens to them mom and the is she the one telling them to go to sleep or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, then you see Jack and Fabrizio. They're walking through the halls. And they're looking for G60. And I know this because Jack keeps saying G60, G60, G60. Anyways, they find it. And they walk into their, like, I don't know what you call it, but their little corridors with two bunk beds. And there's these two um, guys that look just like Olaf and Sven. Well, no, I'm not saying that. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Jenna thinks all Swedish people look the I'm same. Just saying, yeah, okay. 
And uh, anyway, so Fabrizio is climbing on top of his bunk bed, and Jack is just introducing himself to these two men. And he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm Jack. Hey, how you doing? And then uh, they just look at each other, and they're like, where's... They say where's this ben? in Swedish, yeah. but they're like, where's Ben? Yeah. And uh, Jack's like, how come you get the top bunk? Which makes me wonder, are you a top bunk person or a bottom bunk person? Oh, oh, um, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I would, whatever the other person, like, if this is like a... A situation where you know I, I'm Fabrizio with Jack. If Jack's making a fuss about wanting the top bunk, I'll get off the top bunk and give yeah. him the top. I don't care. I really. You I do you prefer the top bunk? And this is why. I don't want to get crushed. So if oh. the top bunk falls, I yeah. want to be on the top. <laughs> you used to have a bunk bed with a family member. Like, did you sleep on top or bottom? Or did you rotate? I think we kind of rotated. Yeah. I was the bigger of yeah. two, the two of us. So you think you I, would get the bottom bunk because those are typically the bigger mattress. But I mostly was on the top. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to talk about that. Um, I had a bunk bed um, when I was a kid, but like no one else in that room. But I always slept at the bottom bunk. Mm. But I wasn't scared that someone was going to crush me because there was no one on top. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Anyways, so... You never just, like, crawled up there, though, just for fun? Like, no, sleep up there the one night? No, the ladder would hurt my foot, like, climbing up and down. I have very sensitive yeah. skin. Right. And, uh... That's over, you know, before you know it? You... No, it wasn't worth it to me. Okay. Not no. even just for fun. Just, okay, tonight, top bunk. No, because okay. I also you. Um, <laughs> it's gonna make sense to you, Mike. But, uh, and if anyone knows me, I would also drape like blankets around uh, to give myself more privacy in my private bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you would like that being all claustrophobic. Yeah, my claustrophobia wasn't that bad as a kid. So you wouldn't do that now? No, I would because, I mean, it's just a blanket. And right, right. And yeah, and it's just a tent. Well, tents have zippers. Yeah. That can Zippers zip. malfunction. Mm. And then you're trapped. What if your bed sheets are stuck, you know, into the bed frame too good and you can't pull them loose? <laughs> it was always loose at the bottom. Yeah, what if it gets stuck though? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Anyways. Back to Titanic. What else happened? Because uh, there was more stuff that happened. Yeah, then we go um, up to the B deck. And Cal is walking around his private, what was it called? Prom promenade? Promenade. promenade. Yeah. Um, private deck promenade. Yeah. And, and he's holding his little champagne, champagne glasses and yeah. looking around. Do you need anything else? And he mm. waves them away. Yeah. All smug-like. Yeah. Ugh. And then it goes into the room, uh, one of the bedrooms where Rose is. And she's now, like, going through her artwork that we talked about in the previous minute. Uh, she's specifically where we just stopped it at the minute. She's holding up that uh, Picasso mm -hmm. painting that we were talking about. Um, but... 
if anyone is you know following us along minute by minute you can see a good shot of the room and you would understand why I said it doesn't make sense even more so for her to unpack these paintings because there's you there's nowheres on the wall where they can be hung because the wall like it's all um, it's a wooden room but there's so much like detail and um, I don't know how like what that's called but just like pieces of wood that are like kind of popping out from the wall yeah, and yeah. like metal and like you just couldn't hang a, fo a painting flush on the wall like there's too much too much texture do you know what I mean mm -hmm. I know what you mean yeah it doesn't and uh, yeah. in the background, you just see, you know, their whole crew of people bringing in all of their belongings and, and, uh, yeah. That just about does that, right? And yeah. then, yeah. They do have a nice little fireplace that I think we've seen in, uh, is that part of the footage that we, oh. you know, like, oh, is that the fireplace? Yeah, I wonder and, if that is this yeah mm -hmm. yeah because it's like that mental i think, I think there's a because right. we're kind of looking in the mirror type of view right now yeah and there's a guy kind of walking through and i think he's pushing the safe maybe oh yeah um yeah but uh what do you got to say mike mm. i don't like the room i find it's very tacky i mean oh, i guess yeah. back then in but 1912 was, this would be a lot of luxury class. thing is yeah. is tacky oh yeah. yeah yeah how else are you gonna show off that yeah. you do you think that's real gold no no like all of the flourishes in the wall design? yeah no 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 okay I'm just saying paid a lot of money for the room yeah, well, I guess we can talk. I know we did talk about that a bit, mm -hmm. but do you want to go over that some more about the differences between oh first, third, uh, second, and third classes? Okay. Do you want to do that yeah. a bit? Might as well. Um, well, first of all, real quick, the uh, person I was talking about oh, yeah. in the last episode, his name was Alfred Gwynn Vanderbilt Sr., uh, he didn't board the Titanic. He had a ticket, but he didn't board. And uh, he was supposed to, yeah, board. But for whatever reason, his plans were canceled. And then I thought it was like several years later. It was only like three years later. He was on another boat called the RMS Lustania. Oh, you, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you and know he, how that sunk and he yes, died on it. I didn't mention this a few episodes ago, but you know how um, when we we're talking about the the Mori Tenya, yeah, yeah, the boat oh, that yes. rose compared compares to, to the yeah. Titanic. The Louis Tenya is the sister of Mori Tenya. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, Louis Ten I don't know how you say that, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, those are sister ships. So okay. that came first, because then the Mori Tenya was even bigger than that one. And then it was the Olympic beating out the Mori Tenya, and then it was, uh, Titanic. So it's kind of funny that the sister ship sunk, like, 
I don't know. Do all ships always have a sister ship? Like, do they always make them in pairs? Kind of like. Yeah. Anyways, maybe. or is it just because is it the same company? If the same yeah. company makes more than one boat, they just call them sisters. Probably. Okay. Well, probably of like similar style and design. Okay. I it's would just say. funny that you know. There's the oh, Mark's gonna be so mad. I just hit the mic. Um, there's the Olympic and the Titanic, and the Titanic sank. And then there's the Mauritania and the Louis Tenya, and the Louis Tenya sank. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Huh? That is interesting yeah. to think of. What does RMS mean? Because a lot of boats are called like it's the RMS Titanic, the RMS um, Olympic. Please stand by. Royal Mail Ship. Mail is in letter mail? Yes. The Titanic carried post. The reason the Titanic is often referred to as RMS Titanic is because RM RMS stands for Royal Mail P Ship. Hmm. That seems kind of stupid. Yeah. So what are other types of ships? Like... Because all ships kind of have, like, little prefixes yes, before so them. Yes, so SS. Yeah, SS. Steamship. Steamship. And this would have been a steamship. Yeah. But because it has mail on it. Right. I guess so. Uh, then there's, like, US, but I'm thinking that. Or USS is United States ship. Okay. Well, that makes sense. This was not a United States ship. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. What would a modern day ship be that's not made um, with steam, like not hot coal? Uh, assuming just whatever country built it, and okay. it's a prefix with S at the end. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Like just or just if everyday still mail. people's mail. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of mail got lost. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes, there would have been mm. a lot. Um, Do you think we still deliver mail by ship? It's all planes now, eh? Yeah. That'd I would be say. so slow. What's that? That'd be so slow. Yeah. Um, what was I saying before this? I don't know. About what? I don't know. Okay, so you talked okay. about that guy. Yes, yeah, so died. yeah, Alfred Gwyn Vanderbilt. Yeah, so he died three years later on another, like he didn't board the ship, but he died. There were a lot of other famous people or ticket holders that didn't sail. So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, JP Morgan, but also uh, the guy who invented Hershey's was supposed to be really? on the Titanic. Wow. But he didn't, for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, he had a ticket, yeah. but he didn't board the ship. Wow. So he survived. <laughs> um, yeah, some other people. The guy who uh, founded uh, the YMCA. Really? Yeah, was supposed to be on it, but he didn't get on it for whatever reason. Yeah, hmm. just a lot of other... There's, like, quite a few people uh, that 
were going to be on it, but for whatever reason didn't. So yeah, no, I was just thinking here I could break down a little bit more of uh, each class and yeah. the amenities mm -hmm. that each of them uh, were provided. Mm -hmm. So all from Titanic or, or all from uh, Wikipedia here. So uh, a single person berth in first class cost between thirty pounds or 3,000 pounds in 2019 and 870 or 87,000 in mm -hmm. 2019 for a parlor suite and a small private promenade deck. So that's what they paid. They mm -hmm. paid 870 pounds, Cal and Rose. And Which is 87,000 87, today. Well, if a few years, more. two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Wow. Um, first First class passengers but, enjoyed, and that's only for one suite with a promenade. Promenade, because they're in B fifty two, fifty four, fifty six. Yeah, but I wonder if those are like the rooms, and then they each share a deck. Because I doubt each of those rooms had their own deck. It says it's a small private promenade deck, but mm. it's kind of spanning, like mm -hmm. or spanning, I should say. Uh, you know, I wonder if all three of those rooms shared that deck i don't think they would no okay no. that each room had their own deck like that yeah okay maybe not like maybe only b52 had the deck um maybe b54 and 56 just didn't have decks maybe they're but i would think no because they didn't you know it's not like you have to buy all three suites Mm. If you didn't have that many people traveling that's with you, true. and they wouldn't allow them to all share, yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, first class passengers enjoyed a number of amenities, including a gymnasium, a squash court, hmm. a uh, saltwater swimming pool, which we talked about. And they had to pay for the pool. Did they have to pay for the other amenities? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'll assume they did. Yeah. Electric and Turkish baths, a barber shop, kennels for first class dogs, mm -hmm. elevators, and both open and enclosed promenades. First class passengers also traveled accompanied by personal staff, valets, maids, nurses, and governesses for the children, chauffeurs, and cooks. Mm. As second class passengers were leisure tourists, academics, members of the clergy, and middle class English, Scottish, and American families. The ship's musicians traveled in second class accommodations. They were not counted as members of the crew, but were employed by an agency under contract with the White Star Line. The average ticket price for an adult second-class passenger was £13, the equivalent of £1,123 today. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing this is also 2019. And for many of these passengers, their travel experience on the Titanic was akin to traveling first-class on smaller liners. Second-class passengers had their own library, and the men had access to a private smoking room. Second-class children could read the children's books provided by the library or play deck quoits? What is that? Let's look up what this is. Quoits. Q-U-O-I-T-S. Do you know what that is? 
How would you pronounce that? Quoit? What's this? Is this some sort of... <laughs> Alright, we're gonna do a deep dive on Quoits? I'm gonna pronounce that as Quoits. What do you- what would you say? Well... Okay. I agree with what you Quoits. say. Quoits. Quoits. Q-U-O-I-T-S. Anyway, that was a game that kids got to play. Hmm. It kind of, um... Read what it is if you're gonna- if okay. you're gonna hog it's it. It's a traditional game which involves the throwing of metal rope or rubber rings over a set metal distance. rope what does that mean oh metal comma, comma rope. rope okay or rubber that's a chain i'm pretty sure rings over a set distance usually to land over or near a spike it kind of sounds like a marbles washer or toss or yeah or marbles or yeah Jacks? What was that game? Yeah. Jacks yeah. or whatever? Well, no, okay. isn't Jacks when you, like, throw something up or down and you try to pick up as many of the little... Anyways, I don't know. Sounds stupid. Yeah. But the kids liked it. Okay. And shuffleboards on the second class promenade. Okay. Uh, 12-year-old Ruth Becker passed the time by pushing her two-year-old brother, Richard, around the enclosed promenade in a stroller provided the, by the White Star Line. Okay. That Got really specific there. Wow. Oh, uh, two Roman Catholic priests on board, Father Joseph... Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm combining all of their names. So, uh, two Roman Catholic priests on board, Father Thomas Biles and Father Joseph... Kurushitz. Okay. Celebrated mass every day for second and third class passengers during the voyage. Father Biles second gave his. Second and third. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sec uh, gave his Father Biles gave his homilies in English, Irish, and French. In Father Peruich per per Perushitz. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> Perushitz. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Perushitz. Yeah. Uh, gave his in German and Hungary. Okay. Father Biles reportedly perished in the sinking, performing blessings and last rites for okay. those trapped. They show I that think, yeah. in the movie, too. Yeah. On the ship, a Lithuanian priest, Father... Nope. Montvilla also perished during the sinking. Okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't mention this... You do this, see uh, in the movie that, um, at least first class, they also go to a... Uh, church Chapel service kind of thing, yeah. yeah uh reverend john harper a well-known baptist pastor from scotland was traveling to the united states with his daughter and sister to preach at the moody church in chicago doesn't say if he survived i'm guessing not uh yes he died i think you can assume most Pretty of much the, everyone most of you talk died. about is yeah. going to be dead. School teacher Lawrence Beasley, a science master at Dulwich College, spent much of his time aboard the ship in the library. Two months after the sinking, okay, so this guy survived, he wrote and published The Loss of the SS Titanic. Hey, he called it ah, SS Titanic. He got it wrong. The first eyewitness account of the disaster. Hmm. Okay, it's just going to keep going on about specific passengers. Okay, but, but wait, I do to... have a question because um, the ship was built in Belfast. 
Yeah. But the White Star Line, is that an American company? No. Okay. So it is not an American ship. No. Yeah, we should probably talk about the White Star Line, I guess. Uh, the Oceanic Steam Navigation Company, more commonly known as the White Star Line, was a British shipping company founded out of the remains of a defunct packet company. It gradually rose up to become one of the most prominent shipping lines in the world, providing passenger and cargo services between the British Empire and the United States. While many other shipping lines focus primarily on speed, White Star branded their services by focusing more on providing comfortable passages for both upper travelers, upper class travelers, and immigrants. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it went defunct itself in 1934. Founded in 1845 in wow. Liverpool, which is why it says on Titanic. Liver yeah. It said Liverpool yeah. underneath it. Okay. So even the ship Titanic was built in Belfast, but the mm-hmm. company White Star okay. was built or, or founded in Liverpool. Okay. And that's why underneath Titanic it would say Yeah. There we go. So that was good. It okay, so it, it had a forced merger with Cunard Line by the British government. Okay. So that became Cunard's White Star Line afterwards. Okay. And that went defunct in 1949. <laughs> oh, they didn't last very long. Like yeah. Yeah. And then it just became Cunard Line again. Oh, okay. Okay, but we don't have to keep going down I that rabbit hole. I guess people weren't very trusting of anything that mentioned White Star Line. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so real quick now about the uh, third class passengers. We can break that down a bit. The third class passengers are steerage passengers left hoping to start new lives in the United States and Canada. Third class passengers paid seven pounds or 698 pounds today. That's still a lot. Yeah. For their ticket, depending on their place of origin, ticket prices often included the price of rail travel to three departure ports. Tickets for children cost three pounds. Third class passengers were a diverse group of nationalities and ethnic groups. In addition to large numbers of British, Irish, and Scandinavian immigrants, other other passengers were from Central and Eastern Europe. Um and Hong Kong. Some traveled alone or in small family groups. Several groups of mothers were traveling alone with their young children, Mm. most going to join their husbands who had already gone to America to find jobs Mm -hmm. and having saved enough money could now send for their families. Rough Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Ah, I thought this was going to talk more about what they were able to do. Probably oh, the youngest passenger on board the ship was two-month-old Melvina Dean, yeah. and she was a third-class passenger, but she, she survived. survived. Yeah. Okay. And she was the last survivor of the Titanic to die. She died in 2009. Wow. She was almost 100. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. 
to compete okay this is good about the uh, third class passengers to compete with rival shipping company Cunard that we've just been talking about the White Star Line offered their steerage passengers modest luxuries in hopes that immigrants uh, would write to relatives back home and encourage them to travel on White Star Line ships. Third class passengers had their own dining facilities with chairs instead of benches and meals prepared by the third class kitchen staff. On other liners, the steerage passengers would have been expected to bring their own food. Wow. Rather than dormitory style sleeping areas, third class passengers had their own cabins. Mm -hmm. The single men and women were separated, women in the stern in two to six berth cabins. Men in the bow. Wow, they really wanted them separated on opposite ends of the so the women in the Probably in the for stern. like safety. Because men, right? Men women. gonna be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> men gonna be pushy, yeah. Uh, it said si they separated single men and women. Yes, yes. Not families. No, no, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. No, I, I get it. It's just I crazy would still all the be way. Separated. What's that? I would still want to be separated. I, I was think a they single would do woman that now, on a ship. Though. I don't think they would do that. Really, I don't think they would. You don't think? No. I don't know. They would have to have security, like... Yeah. Because I would assume down there, like, you know, probably no, not probably much rules any sort of, or yeah, surveillance. No one's checking in on them. No, I can't imagine. So. Yeah, so they were women in the stern, men in the bow. Because it's not like, uh, I mean, obviously in the movie, they're probably just not even showing it, but no one seems to have, like, a key for their room. Right, mm, but I yeah. mean, obviously, first-class people must be able to at least lock their door. So you have to assume they have a key. But anyways, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. But also, no, because when they're sinking and the um, workers are going around, they're waking, like they're knocking on the door and then opening the door and saying, "Get up." They more gently wake up the first class people. Yeah. You know, they knock on the door and they yeah, say, that's maybe right get up. your things together. It's chilly out there. Um, and then down for third class, like they're opening, in. yeah, and opening where the life jackets are in the rooms mm -hmm. and saying, come on, let's go. And just throwing them on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the men in the bow and up to 10 berth cabins often shared with strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, each stateroom was fitted with wood paneling and beds with mattresses, blankets, pillows, electric lights, heat, and a wash basin with running water. Except for the bow cabins, which did not have a private wash basin. Two public bathtubs were also provided, one for men, the other for women. It doesn't seem like a lot no. <laughs> to share amongst no. all those passengers gathered in the third class common room where they would play chess or cards or walk along the the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> I, is that a real sure. thing? I always yes, thought that that was just a joke, thing. though. No, it's what is really the poop called, deck? called the poop deck. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's... Is it because birds poop on it? I don't know, but... I thought it was just kind of... I didn't know, like, it was actually called yeah. the poop deck. Like, I thought that that yeah. was just a slang thing. No. But no, it's... That's the actual name. In naval architecture... What? 
P-O-O-P? P-O-O-P. In naval architecture, a poop deck is a deck that forms the roof of the cabin built in the rear. And so it gets covered in bird poop? The name originates from the French word for stern, la poupe, (laughs) from Latin pupus. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thus, the poop deck is technically a stern deck. Okay. So, no, it, it... yeah. Right. Which in sailing ships was usually elevated as the roof of the stern or after cabin, also known as the poop cabin. <laughs> On sailing mm-hmm. ships, the helmsman would steer the craft from the quarter deck immediately in front of the poop deck. At the stern, the poop deck provides an elevated position ideal for observation. On modern motor- motorized warships, the ship functions which were once carried out on the poop deck have been moved to the bridge usually located located in a superstructure okay there you go interesting i didn't know like it was literally i thought that was just a slang term Mm. but it's like that's just what it is really well okay i mean if i had the choice i would buy a third class ticket like you know their sleeping arrangements aren't the greatest but their food sounded the best to me. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they could play chess or cards or walk along the poop deck. Third-class children played in the common room or explored the ship. Nine-year-old Frank Goldsmith recalled peering into the engine room and climbing up the baggage cranes on the poop deck. Ship reg- ship's regulations were designed to keep third-class passengers confined to their area of the ship. Excuse me. The Titanic was fitted with grills to prevent the classes from mingling, and these gates were normally kept closed, although the stewards could open them in the event of an emergency. In the rush following with the collision, the stewards occupied with waking up sleeping passengers and leading groups of women and children to the boat deck did not have time to open all the gates, leaving many of the confused third-class passengers stuck below the decks. I wouldn't like that. There we go. (laughs) That should do us for the longest (laughs) episode yet. (laughs) I told you we had a lot to unpack. I know, but I didn't need to do as big of a deep dive into that. Yeah, now we have nothing for the next episode. (laughs) No, we're going to talk about Picasso next episode. I've already decided. There you go. (laughs) A little sizzle for (laughs) the next episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening.